Welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast for the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and very happy that you could join us today. Before I get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors. These are a group of companies that have provided a tremendous amount of financial support for our association, in large part to help support our mission of representing the real estate finance industry before the California State Legislature and our regulators. Advocacy is the cornerstone of what we do at California MBA, and our President's Council sponsors are um, a big um, financial resource for us to continue that. So I'd like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors, which include uh, AmeriHome, Arch MI, Consolidated Analytics, Funding Shield, Guild Mortgage, Incelerate, Rocket Mortgage, and Western Alliance Bank. Thank you all so much for your support in 2023. And with that, it brings me to today's guest. I'm very happy to welcome Melissa Grindle from Active Comply. Melissa, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Happy to be labeled a, a mover and a shaker. Very exciting news <laughs> for me. See, that's you. That's you. We were just talking earlier. It's like, I can't believe I haven't had you on Connect yet. So I'm very happy that it worked out that you could join us today. Yeah, it worked out great. So we'd love to get started with a little background on how people got into this crazy industry. So tell me what brought you into the mortgage industry. Yeah, you know, it's unique. I don't think we ever meet anybody who says, you know, in kindergarten, I just can't wait to be a a loan officer in the mortgage industry. You don't often meet those people who have a lifelong dream and somehow we all end up in here. Um, When I was out of high school, I actually uh, uniquely got a scholarship from the unemployment office to get a technical degree as a paralegal. And so I I didn't wanna pass it up. And so I got that technical degree um, and I decided to pursue my bachelor's um, degree uh, in business. And so at that time I looked at the college job board and available was a position that was perfect timing for me, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at a mortgage lender um, in my hometown doing mailing room items. And so I thought that would work out perfect. And uh, during orientation at that uh, mortgage lender, we did have legal and compliance come in during orientation. And so, you know, after they were done with their spiel, I popped out and I said, hey, you know, you don't know me. Um, I do have a background in paralegal studies. If you happen to need some additional support, you know, feel free to reach out. And then I got scooped up out of the mailroom four months later and uh, worked in the legal and compliance department for a couple of years doing a bunch of different uh, task-based items and and regulatory audits and and fair lending items. Um, And then I migrated over to Active Comply to work on the vendor side and see how other lenders do it uh, across our industry. So kind of a unique transition um, within the space. Yeah, and you definitely knew what was uh, what was interesting to you in the industry, so that's good. You kind of figured out that the compliance angle is something that would caught your eye. Absolutely, had had some uh, tools in my belt that I felt could be of use, and they aligned really well. We're so regulated here; uh, legal studies degrees uh, seem to come in handy. Most definitely, most definitely, it's an incredibly regulated industry, as we all know. So. Kind of brings me to my next question. 2023, very challenging year. Um, my guess is that loan officers are getting a little creative on how they are reaching out to get their market share. 
Um, but we want to make sure that you know lenders are paying attention to compliance issues as well. So what are some of the top issues lenders should be monitoring for their loan officers, um, making sure that they're compliant with social media outreach? Yeah, this has been a, a unique year and a half, and we have at Active Comply seen some um, corners being cut and some new trends emerging that maybe your regulator would frown upon. Um, for a lot of lenders, what they're struggling with is, is the pop-up of new social media platforms. What do they allow? What are some of the drawbacks of it? How could they possibly monitor it? We've seen a lot of resistance from mortgage lenders when it comes to the adoption of like TikTok. But we're seeing a lot of, especially those newer loan officers, finding a home and a space in TikTok where they can make use of that short form video content. So it's been somewhat of a struggle of our policy doesn't allow these types of platforms. How do we possibly get to that space where we would allow it um, with, with monitoring tools such as active compliant place? But for the time being, a lot of, uh, especially banks and credit unions, have a difficulty accepting some of those newer, scarier platforms. Um, we like to say that you know compliance doesn't have to be a no. It can definitely be a path forward, a sales enablement tool if you do it the right way. We're also seeing a lot of loan officers make use of what we would call like scenario advertising, where they give a, a scenario of how you as a first-time home buyer uh, might be able to get into the home of your dreams for less than what you're paying in rent today. Um, and the scenario parameters aren't necessarily what would work for everybody out there, especially like the vast majority of the population. They're the most unique scenario parameters maybe you would have seen, which falls within like a UDAP deceptive advertising uh, parameter. So that's something to keep in mind is if you're going to be doing scenario advertising, make sure that that's true for the vast majority of borrowers out there that you serve today. Right. So much to pay attention to with that. It's such a push-pull, right? It's like you want to get out there and get in front of those potential buyers, but you have to make sure that, you know, we're following all the regulations around that, you know, around Absolutely. lending. So that said, how does Active Comply help loan originators make the most of their social media campaigns while staying compliant? Kind of, you know, yeah. in that in that space. So um, what we've seen, especially for banks and credit unions, is a reluctancy, not only for the use of TikTok, like I mentioned earlier, but just social media in general. They might allow Facebook or LinkedIn, and that's it. And we know that that's not necessarily where, especially first-time homebuyers are um, in the social media demographic market. And we know that Instagram and TikTok and some of those other platforms are really what should be leveraged most today to reach that, that first-time homebuyer uh, market. We know that a lot of the other demographics on Facebook and LinkedIn and the like probably already have a home and have a really awesome refinance rate that's that's locked in. And so first time home buyers are certainly the focus, I think, for a lot of social media campaigns today. Um, so with Active Comply, generally what we do as part of our, our onboarding process is we partner with the marketing and compliance team to say, you know, here's what we're seeing um, on, on the marketing level. Here's how you can enable your sales team to get out there and use these platforms. Here are the really key pitfalls that you're gonna wanna be on the lookout for. Here's what your regulators gonna ask you for when it comes to the social media portion of your audit. So we make sure that those departments feel comfortable with the use of social media and that gives sales team and loan officer members the ability to go out there and make use of this really free, great marketing tool that maybe they didn't have access to before. That's great. That's, I mean, that's a, a wonderful tool. Then they know when they're using that, that, you know, they don't, they're not worried about, am I outside of the lines? You know, I'm, uh, I'm following the rules and, and still out there doing the marketing that I need to be successful. Yeah. Forgiveness versus permission. You know, we don't have to have that type of 
dynamic. Instead, we can get ahead of that and make sure that everybody feels successful. One of my favorite lines, by the way, always asking for forgiveness. I'm in compliance, so I definitely fall on one side of, of that coin. I love when you say compliance isn't always a no, because it's a no. Always. <laughs> always we don't no. want to always be a no, but they're, they're, it's a yes, but only if we do X, Y, and Z. You know, we want we want you to get there on social media, but we also want you to keep your license. Here's how. Right, right. exactly. So we talked earlier, you know, uh, you know, 23 for sure, the most challenging year that mortgage industry has seen in a while. But I'm seeing a lot of posts from Active Comply that your company's growing, which is congratulations. That's that's incredible and uh, and good for you. I'm interested though, how do you find like the right corporate culture fit. I've known you, I've known Blake, I know a few people from Active Client. There's definitely there's definitely a culture there. So how do you how do you find those right people? Or what do you look for? That's such a unique question. Um, it, we like to think of ourselves as a, a lean, mean startup, right? And so if we're taking a look at bringing on new hires, um, it's an incredible investment for us because every team member here really has to count um, towards making our growth possible. And so as part of that process, we value culture and, and that um, interdepartmental uh, connection really highly. And so during our evaluation process of potential candidates, we might spend a little bit more time than a, a typical organization might. You know, we might get into like three, four interviews. We might start bringing in additional departments who wouldn't work directly uh, with this person at every single point in junction. But might you know go to conferences together how do you interact do you feel like you got a good vibe from this person do you think that they would be a great addition to our team and so we we bring in a lot of different stakeholders our co-founders are fairly involved and and do want to meet with uh, our new hires when they come on board and so we make it a point to dedicate time and resources to whoever that person might be coming on board we are hiring um, an additional sales team member an additional operations team member and an additional developer at this time. So it's really cool to see the expansion as we prep for 2024. It is, that's great. I and mean, like I say, congratulations. Uh, definitely be poised for uh, the return of a strong market here we're all hoping for in the next several months. This is the time to invest. It doesn't really feel like it for, for everybody. I know it's it's sometimes a struggle, but this is the time to invest in making your product better and your, your existing clients happier so that you can do that tremendous expansion in, in the next year. Yeah, absolutely. This is the time to be looking at all that. Uh, so, you know, with the market downturn, are you seeing more lenders looking to consultants to help, you know, their compliant, maybe in-house compliance team stay ahead of the ever-changing rules that are, you know, constantly passed across the country? We definitely have seen that. Um, we've seen uh, a lot of transitions from existing lender partners and, and from what we've heard about in the space. We've seen the rise of what was previously unknown to me, the concept of a fractional compliance officer, a fractional uh, chief marketing officer of some sort. Um, we have seen uh, a number of compliance firms be brought into the loop more so than they have before, just because uh, existing lender partners don't have the, the manpower or the human resources that they did prior to some of the, the budgetary cuts. Um, it is somewhat tricky, though, because so much of being compliance in our industry is having a really good understanding of the particular institution's product offerings. What do we offer? What, what don't we offer? Do we do pre-approvals or pre-qualifications? Mm -hmm. Those are not the same thing. Um, those are not interchangeable terms. Um, having a good understanding of the risk tolerance level where the executive team 
would want to put their foot down, um, what the compliance culture is within a, a, an organization. So we're, we're seeing a rise in that for sure. It does come with caveats and it is a little bit tricky. You're gonna have to invest time and really meet with those consultants and fractional uh, C-suite executives to make sure that they have a really good understanding so they can do their job correctly. We're also seeing um, a, an increased interest in technology. You know, if I don't have the manpower to do something that I used to do with two team members, how can I leverage technology instead to uh, make the most of the human capital that I have today? Great. Yeah, there's definitely another, you know, I think pivot that some companies are looking to make in this market. So um, good, uh, good, good information. I, I can't believe it, but we are just a few weeks away, really, from the end of 2024, that year. New Year is fast approaching. I'd uh, love to hear what's up next for uh, for Active Comply in the new year. Oh, yeah. So um, many know us in the industry for our social media monitoring software. That's certainly our flagship product, and it's something that we've honed in um, and, and excelled at. We had heard this year from quite a few of our lender partners that there seemed to be a gap in the industry for website monitoring, being able to find mm -hmm. loan officer custom websites, make sure those are up to regulatory snuff, um, being able to automatically archive that content, things like that. And so we heard them and we've partnered with some of our evangelist clients to launch a new product, which we're calling Web Compass. So we've just started to launch that into the market this year and we think we're gonna do a full launch uh, commercially um, in 2024. It's gonna include not only hallmarks of regulatory compliance like we see in the social media tool today, but now also ADA compliance, SEO scoring, um, bad link identification. So there's gonna be a lot more marketing and IT stakeholders may be involved in this program as well. So we're really excited to, to bring that to the table. That, that sounds, that's a great product. Definitely needed in the industry. Thank you for sharing that. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you to our clients for making time to tell us about what they need. <laughs> you know, we're happy to be problem solvers where we can. Yeah, that's a yeah, a great way to start. You know there's a need for it out there if your clients are already telling you that they need it. So that's, that's awesome. That's right. That's right. We're we're appreciative. Melissa, uh, you know, Active Comply has been a great supporter of the California MBA, for which we are very, very grateful. Thank you so much for that. But love to have you share with our listeners why you value the uh, importance of the association and why you're involved with us. So Active Comply is actually involved with a number of, of state MBAs and trade associations, and we're really thankful for those relationships, but we do have a soft spot for the California MBA. We're really appreciative of some of the foundational work your team has done um, to help us be successful. Sometimes it's little things like the website is crisp and clean and easy to navigate. Um, the, the conferences that we go to in person are tremendously successful. The content displayed there is relevant. We were just talking about ChatGPT, maybe being on the docket for the upcoming Legal Issues Conference in December. So I'm personally excited for that. I also know that um, the CMBA brings in maybe regulatory speakers who normally wouldn't feel comfortable going to some other conferences in our industry, but they feel really safe and secure to come to the CMBA conference and, and answer the hard questions because I think they too feel supported. Um, one of our team members, Blake, I think is on one of the committees at the CMBA. And so we really feel heard about what would be important to us and what we'd love to see. And we uh, think that it's a great relationship for collaboration overall. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And uh, yes, join both the California MBA and Active Comply in December for our Legal Issues and Red Compliance Conference uh, in beautiful Southern California. Well, we'll see you then. Thank you, Melissa, for being on Connect. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And thanks to all of you for joining us today. 
To access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. Here we go.